a listener production. Okay, are you recording? All right, Mark Philippoussis, welcome to the Player Profile. Are you ready to go, great man? Howie, thank you for having me, man. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's start. I'm not sure what you like with cooking. We'll get to that in a moment. What is, Mark Philippoussis, your favourite food? Favourite food, I I must say, probably sushi, if it can be healthy sushi. Um, And if if I can eat it without putting on weight, it's ice cream or pancakes. (laughs) What flavour ice cream? What one gets you? Oh, man. Cookies and cream. Um, ice cream in general. Cookies and cream, I would have to say. That's mine as well. Now, I don't know if you can cook. If you were, I was coming to dinner for the first time and you were, for whatever reason, trying to impress me, what are you cooking up in the Philippoussis kitchen? Oh, man, it's called Uber Eats. You can pick whatever you want. <laughs> And I'll guarantee to have it ready in 25 minutes. <laughs> All right, so you've got the Uber Eats and one person in the history of the world can come round and join you for this magnificent feast flip. Who's it going to be? Um, I would have to say Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis? Um, yeah. I, I, my um, weird thing to say, he was my idol. I, lo- I love him so much. You know, you'd imagine it'd be an athlete, but it was Jerry Lewis because I grew up watching him. Oh, you know what? Honestly, I, I just, I'd love to have a one-on-one if it was just Jerry Lewis. Okay. When you were playing tennis, before you competed, finish this sentence for me, you always... You'd, I'd warm up, you know, same same routine, certain time I'd play, I'd have, I would hit just over two to three hours before, and then I'd want to have at least one to two hours before my match, so that way... I'd like to have meat time and then time enough to eat and time enough to just sit on my own and just think a little bit before the craziness starts. If, and you've obviously been lucky enough to live your dream, if you, Mark, could swap jobs with anyone on the planet and a lot of people would have liked your job, whose job would you like? Job with anybody. Um, You know, I must say I'm very, uh, I know how lucky I am and I was to have had the lifestyle that I had. Um, but if I just had to pick something, uh, a pro surfer, because I love surfing so much and I wish I was as good as, you know, I wish I was as good as them to be able to do that for a living. And then to kind of what I'm going to do on my day off, just go to the beach and surf. Cause not many times, Hey, you got, you got a few days off. What am I going to do? Oh, let me go on the court and, and play some tennis. That was the last thing on your mind. You just want to switch off. But I think as a pro surfer, the fact that these guys, they're even their days off holidaying, relaxation is, hey, let's go for a surf. And, and I think that's incredible. So I would, I would say a pro surfer. We will talk surfing in the main part of the podcast. Tough one for you because you will have received a lot along the way. Mark, what is the best piece of advice you have received? Best piece of advice? Um, it's been some good ones, more that I've learned from decisions in life. But um, it's not to definitely not to focus on what people think about you um know who you are and all that you have to worry about and then care about is what your family and your friends think yeah that's, that's it a, that's a great answer you already mentioned you spent so much time on the tennis court did you grow up having a team you supported as a kid a footy team a soccer team a rugby team or it was all tennis no it was look i enjoyed watching if there was any sport i enjoyed watching as a kid i think i wasn't crazy into the afl but i had a team it was hawthorne growing up and i think it was probably more well i picked hawthorne because my sister's 10 years old and she was a um, a carlton supporter and that back at the 
in those days, it was literally Carlton against Hawthorne. So I naturally wanted to go the opposite of what my sister thinks. But, um, you know, I enjoyed watching Hawthorne play um, and, and enjoyed sports in general, but never really followed any, any, any team. What is the best concert you have ever been to? Back in the day when Gwen Stefani's concert, when she went on her own, uh, I was very close friends with her hus- ex-husband at the time, Gavin Rossdale. So I would, I hung, I hung with him while we watched her concert, and that was that was pretty cool. Nice backstage access. I like that. Currently, you've got a very busy life. Obviously, what are the two main apps you use on your phone, Mark? Two main apps. Well, yep. right now, um, oh, two main apps. I would have to say right now is is um, YouTube. I love watching videos on YouTube. Uh, whether it's tech or sports or surfing or highlights of NBA um, playoffs right now or things that I want to learn. So YouTube. And unfortunately, right now, too much time is on Netflix. It's a hard one. What are you watching on Netflix? Man, I try and stay away from the TV shows. I'm one of those guys that if I get hooked on a TV show and I find out there's six seasons, I'll be that person (laughs) that watches a whole season in one day and I'm up till 3.34 in the morning, you know? And then wife asking to help with the kids and I'm like a zombie the next day. I'm hopeless. What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, easy, man. Point Break. Oh. The original. The original Point Not only is it my favorite, I know everyone's line off that movie. I know every song on that movie. Point Break, man, for sure. Caught yeah. my first tube today, sir. Yeah. <laughs> One of the great films. When you were a young kid and you weren't playing tennis, cast your mind back, what was your favourite TV show as a young fella? Oof. Um, young kid growing up, um, I remember we were watching TV shows, The A-Team. Um, you know, what was back on, on back then? The A-Team was a cool one. Um, Transformers as a kid was a cool one, you know. Were yeah, you a B.A. Baracus man, a face man, a Murdoch, or a, was the other bloke the Colonel? I can't remember now. The bloke in charge. The Colonel, Mr. T. Uh, face but, man. You know what? I never really, I can't really say, I was, I, I was so young, I never really saw myself. I, I just loved the whole group, you know, and, and I loved all of them for their own reasons. You know, they're all cool <laughs> in their own reasons. But, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if you're into music. What are you currently listening to musically? 80s music is my favourite. I love 80s music, but, but I'm, you know, pretty open, actually. There's songs that I hear that I love. Like I said, I love my 80s music, number one, and 90s as well. But then, you know, also depends on Jay-Z, you know, Come With Albums has some good albums. Kanye is a little out there, I know, but but he's a little a bit of a genius when it comes to, to his lyrics. So, but Kanye, it depends, but um, pretty spread across um, you know, categories, but uh, definitely my go-to would be 80s. Do you listen to podcasts at all? I do. I do listen to podcasts. Um, what have you got I for have me? my, let me, you know, I'm going to look at them Good. so I, I don't get them right. There's a few that I follow. Um, okay, so I follow the Impact Theory. Right. Um, the Tim Ferriss Show. Yeah. Um, the Ed Milet Show, Gary V. Um, story brand, Dolan Miller, um, and Jim Quick, Quick Brain. Um, definitely because I'm, I'm doing a, um, starting a couple of um, projects personally, and I just feel like things that I could learn from that I can digest to help me. Well, number one, be a better person because a better person means 
I'm going to become a better husband and a better father and a better son and a better friend. And then these business ones, because, you know, learning from stories, other people's mistakes, it's all most important thing. Actually, what I'd like to try and do is listen or, or watch videos of journeys, especially more about people's mistakes, because you, you, most of the time you only hear about success and, and everyone's journey of success is so different. But normally what happens is people's mistakes generally seem to be the same. So if I can learn from mistakes, because I'll end up, I'm sure I'll make my own. I can at least not make those kind of mistakes, you know, and, and learn along the way. Do you have, or have you ever had any superstitions? Oh yeah. Woo. Really? I did. As that, Oh yeah. Yeah. And this one, I'll tell you the first one, which is funny. And this one started off <laughs> when I was 15, we're playing 15 or 16, maybe 15. We're playing an under 16 nationals, the biggest tournament in, in the uh, biggest junior event in Australia at Australian, at the at Melbourne tennis center. And we were staying across the road from the botanical gardens in a hotel, all juniors. And we would walk, make our way through the botanical gardens to the tennis center. And uh, for some reason, it was a long walk and go walk, following each other. And then that just for some reason wasn't, I'm like, you know, sometimes you don't step on cracks or lines, you know, that thing on a pathway yes. work. And I wasn't stepping on, it was just, it was just getting, 20 minutes walk where it just became faster because I did this little thing in my mind where I stayed focused, um, you know, looking back now and then, you know, you continue on to a match. Normally as a superstition, I'd start one thing and I, if the tournament's going, I wouldn't change that thing until the tournament's over. But that started early like this, right? But this is the first one. And the second day I did the same thing. Long story short, I ended up winning that, that event. I'm not saying it's because I didn't step on a line. I won that event. <laughs> but the weird thing is, no one, if, if now that I say this, if people would go back to watch matches and, and on TV or YouTube, I never stepped on a line while I was walking from my chair to the baseline. You know what I mean? To start off the point of the game, never stepped on a line. If you know, if, if you look out for it, I never stepped on a line. Of course, during a point, I can't not try and step on a line while I'm playing. But as soon as the point was over, I would never step on a line. Or if the line was there, it was supposed to be, I never stepped and I went just across or forward or just across. So that was one. Um, the second one was I would like, if I start off a tournament, especially a Grand Slam, I, if I start off in that toilet or shower, I use the same toilet or shower. Right. So, and, 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 and a funny quick story, Wimbledon final, there was just me and Roger, Roger Federer in the, in the, in the locker room left, of course, in our crew. And there was, I don't know, in the main locker room, there's 13, 12 showers. And before the match, I warmed up, you know, warmed up and I had, I was going to have a shower before my match. And then this one person, not Roger, but this one person happened, uh, one of the trainers or one of the massage therapists was in the shower, in my, in, in the one, and it was like 11 other ones. And I was waiting a couple of minutes, gone a few minutes. And I'm like, man, I was like, what's this guy doing in my shower? You know, I started to get pissed. <laughs> so I knocked on, I was like, I was like, Hey dude, how long, how long are you going to be? And he's like, excuse me. I go, I go, you're in my shower. How long are you going to be? And he's like, uh, there's like 10 other showers. I'm like, yeah, but that one's my shower. How long? <laughs> so the guy stopped showering. He got out, looked at me, went into another shower and I ended up going to that shower. So I kicked <laughs> him out of my shower. But, um, yeah, that's one thing I do. They're yeah. good superstitions. Yeah. Do you have a most treasured possession? No, 
definitely um, one thing I've realized tre- most treasured possession. It's not a possession, but one thing, the most treasured thing in my life is my family. So no possession or no object is is is, is important. I think family is the winning answer. Yeah. What scares you, if anything? Losing someone that I love. That's what scares me the most. When was the last time you cried? Oh man, I'm a I'm a I'm a crier. I'm a big baby. I I I, I cry. I cried the other day um, watching YouTube a YouTube video on um, soldiers coming home to their families and and um, and uh, <laughs> that and, stuff um, makes me cry. I reckon once you have kids, you yeah, cry. Oh my god, I'm the worst. My wife's <laughs> trying to say something, and I'm like. Oh, what? What is it? You know. Um, oh yeah, all the time, uh, for sure. Even in commercials, if it's in, I'm, I'm, I'm a big baby man. I'm a crier. I reckon once you have yeah. kids, the tears just turn on. A couple more for you, then we'll get stuck into the serious stuff. What is your favourite holiday spot, Oof. Mark? Well, as you know, passion is surfing, connected to the ocean, the beach. I would say. Um, Bali would have yep. to be because of that, but also we I, we went for the first time, fell in love with it. Byron Bay was amazing. Anywhere where there's the, the sand is soft and beautiful, and it's open beaches, and the weather is nice, uh, I could live there in a second. Do you have a bucket list destination that you'd like to go to that you haven't been to? Or let's make it yes. personal for you. Answer that one, and then tell me the wave you want to surf that you haven't surfed. Okay, well I would say bucket list. I'm going to say a couple of things. For sure, one of them, um, the one and only resort, the Mentawis. Ah, um, the one and only resort there. Uh, one of those villas on the water, and then it's literally private. You got your own private wave. That's one place, and the other one is to go heliboarding. I love snowboarding, and to do a heliboarding trip it would be as another bucket list of mine. Two of those things that that are waiting. Have you surfed at Urban Surf, the wave pool in Melbourne? I have. How'd you that go? Was like that was like my backyard. It's fun, man. Look, it's amazing because I'm, it's only 20 minutes from my house. In that one hour, I'm getting between 12 and 14 waves in that one hour. So normally, if I drive down the coast, let's say let's just say the Bells, I could spend three, four hours in the water, maybe get eight waves. Yep. You know what I mean? And then how long are they? Not this is like guaranteed 12 to 14 waves, peeling perfectly. Awesome, a uh, great place to um, um, take your surfing to the next level, you know, uh, definitely to advance and, and to, to, to work on your surfing for sure. So that was a go-to place. But, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward for, for that to be open again. And, uh, yeah. Final one for you, and this is the big one. This in some ways will define you in my eyes. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? I'm sorry, man, I can't do it. I can't do pineapple on pizza. My sister loves, my wife loves it. I sweet on the salty. I'm not a sweet on the salty person. It's <laughs> got to stay salty for me. I can't do it. I'm sorry, man. The podcast is over. That's as much as we can do. If we ever share a pizza, your half can be Hawaiian and my half can be like, you know, ham or something, prosciutto. Done. We'll see you for the main part of the episode. Cheers, mate. Gang. Listener.